Hey, this is Tyler Brunetti, and today I had on Adam Byers. Adam, yeah, say hi. Hey, my name's Adam uh, Russell Byers. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. No, this is the intro. Uh, please listen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're filming this after we did the thing. <laughs> so we talked about uh, Adam's a, a newbie to comedy. He's yeah. been doing. He's done stand up before in the past, but he recently brought it back up again this year. And he's two sets. Been on been on stage twice with stand up. He's taken the improv beginner class with mm-hmm. me for funsies. Um, and he has his own podcast and we talk about his experience with doing stand up, doing improv, uh, having a theater background in the past. Yeah. Um, we talk a- about a couple of weird things like, uh, bird scooters and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon. Yep. And I think we Gotta ended, we ended on a, a milk rant. Mm. Um, stick around for the milk rant folks. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, man. All right. <laughs> Guys, hope you, hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Okay. So I'm here with Adam Russell Byers. That's me. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm so happy to be on the the Todd Brun Brunhilda show, the Brunetti oh, show. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's my uh, <laughs> my stage name from that that video. It's never gonna die out. Oh man, that's I've been the Guy Biryani Chicken over here. Yeah, Todd Berniotti. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I've been called Ty Bernati. It sounded like an Italian sports car. I was really excited about that. Been been uh i don't know water. i've been burn yeti i've been burn sketty because they just were like screw it we don't care and this is just this is all when you've been up on stage somewhere someone just kind of comes up and says like they get your name but they don't have it like written on their hand or anything they just kind of walk up and they're like what was the f- he what is his name all right fuck it we'll do it live yeah right. yeah they just don't <laughs> care no i uh the the worst is like i'll go up and i'll talk to the guy for like five minutes beforehand it'll be like yeah Hey man, I'm really high, so whatever. <laughs> and like, I just know he doesn't give a shit. Like, not one single shit was dropped in caring. Just he was just like, whatever. I'm high. Uh, Todd. Yeah, it's nice sure, that he gave. He, it's nice that he gives you the disclaimer at least. You know, he's like, just FYI, I'm probably gonna get your name wrong because I just got high. Oh, that show he did. But that's happened. It's happened to me Numerous multiple times. times. Yeah, there's a there's um this big thing in comedy right now where. Thing out of here. Hold on. Pause that. Is this your trash bag? Yeah. It's on my leg. I'm just going to move it real quick. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Didn't man. annoy anybody at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, we're Everyone doing this. shut off now. They're we're... like, is this, what this, is this an ASMR podcast now? What is this? Go ahead. Sorry. ASMR, yeah, people keep mentioning that It comes that up every too. time, right? It's because you have these nice microphones. This is nice. Go yeah, ahead. They're just little lapel mics. Here's the thing. I yeah. got them off Amazon for like 20 bucks a piece. Oh, I'm going to get some. Yeah, they're... Super, super cheap. And not to get nice. too technical, you just have an app on your phone that takes in recording. Because I, yeah, because this will circle back to what we're going to talk about today with comedy and stuff like that. But yeah, so far I've been recording my sets just using my voice recorder. Yeah. Surprisingly nice, surprisingly good for my old, I have a, I have a Samsung S6. Yeah. Surprisingly good. Yeah. This you is, have an app. So the app is Anchor. Okay. Um, but I'm also using the voice recorder app right now and I'm going to import it into, into Anchor. Into Anchor and then that way, it a little bit. Well, sound fancy. I, it just puts like a sound effect. I have like a like couple a of safe sound effects. No, yeah. no, like there's one that goes yay. And so I like, <laughs> I was just like, that sounds good. Like maybe someday I'll like play guitar and like make a really crappy intro song, and I'll just like put that in every time. But I can write an intro song. Yeah, I can I can play guitar pretty poorly, so you know, let's get together. Your shows, I'm it's it's called I'm Ty, and, and sometimes other people. 
It's Ty Bernetti. I'm sorry, dude. Other people included. Other people included. We could write a song for that very easily. We could do that at the end of this. Yeah, yeah. It'll get us all ramped up because, uh, I don't know, so we're sitting in a car right now uh, in Franklinton, kind of outside of Franklinton, just to set the scene for you folks here. Sorry to just take a hold of his podcast for just a moment, folks. Set in the scene. Adam here. We are uh, sitting outside of the Nest Theater, which is actually what's kind of, you know, brought us together recently. A red Honda Civic. In a red Honda Civic. This is nice. What year is this? This is a 2015. Vintage, man. Yeah. Yeah. Only uh, only 14 years until it's a classic. Do you think it'll last that long? It's a Honda. Uh, so it will, it right? It better last yeah. that long. Because I can't afford to buy a new car yeah, that's, for about that's, another 20 years. That's the problem yeah. I'm in right now. My car barely works. I'm driving my brother's car right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, I couldn't even get my, my car started today. It's a battery issue. Oh, yeah, sure. Other than that, in life, everything's going great. Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It's just the battery. It's just the right now. It may be the starter. Maybe the connection to the battery. Also, probably need an oil change. And that'll probably all come up within like six months after you fix one, then fix the other. Guarantee and you're it. like, I spent five grand on my car this yeah. year. And it's yeah. like, you could have just bought a new used car. Yep. Um, but you were bringing up stuff about mm-hmm. like the podcast app and all that stuff. So yes. real quick, like, go ahead. you can just explain, like, obviously I have you on here because I know you do some comedy, things like that. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of ways are you involved in comedy? Okay. Yeah. Big question. Big, big question to start off with. Um, yeah, uh, so I actually, and, and you were very quick to send me a message afterwards, uh, I just turned 30 last, uh, yeah, last month, uh, mid-December, uh, went over the big 3-0 mark, uh, feels great, I'm very happy with being 30, I feel more like an adult than I ever had before, and it's not just a numerical value, it's kind of, all this shit is coming together, and I apologize, I know this is a clean show. Oh, it's so clean. Fuck. Oops. Uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, comedy, I just started doing uh, open mics. That's not the first time I've done open mics was last month, but I just kind of started up again. And um, I think the reason I started again was on a whim a little bit, but in the back of my head for like the last like couple years, it had been like, man, you had a lot of fun when you did it like those couple times at Scarlet and Gray back in like 2013 or 2012 or whenever that was. Like whatever that open mic was, I did it like just like this time. I did it a couple weeks in a row and then... I didn't think it went very well. I bombed, you know what I mean? And it was kind of like, uh, I didn't get a lot of support from my friends, and so I didn't really go back in it. I know that's a cliche. Oh, no, yeah. Because every comic bombs. I'm a huge fan of comedy, so, and I listen to a ton of comedy podcasts and stuff like that, too. So I'm kind of just trying to dive in head first. And as soon as I did my first set, I t- my, 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 girl, or my friend's uh, girlfriend took some photos, some really grainy photos, uh, and I did, the, I did that, uh, that millennial thing or that what's a very common trend right now. And that's like put a put a photo up on Instagram and like describe what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. People do that all the time. They love it's it's kind of like you, you're getting a little boost because you get a lot of likes when you're like, hey, look, I got a dog, and you get a million likes. It's funny because if you did that on Facebook, yeah, people are like, why are you writing a novel for me? Sure, I don't need a novel. But like when you put like yeah. a grainy artsy photo beforehand, people are like, I'm gonna hit the like button. That's very artistic. I think it's yeah. It, it's just there's so much more love. Interesting for that it. you say that. That's a really good. That's a really good point. Um, I don't really post on Facebook anymore because I just, I mean, I just use it to look at memes now. I yeah. mean, literally like your content's on there, but then like that, and there's a bunch of sh- like, there's a meme going on this week where sh- Shaggy's like really strong. He's like a God entity. Have you seen this? What? Anyway, you'll hear, you'll hear about Are it. Are we soon, talking sure. about Shaggy, the singer from the nineties or Shaggy from <laughs> Scooby-Doo? Cause either way, I'm very intrigued. Important distinction. So yeah, real quick, I'm not sure I 100% uh, understand the meme itself, but Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, um, 
<laughs> Scooby, you know, that's Shaggy. He, yeah. Uh, apparently, there's a bunch of memes that my friends have been posting on Facebook where he's like, there's like behind the scenes interviews with the cast of the, the live action movies. And they're just like, yeah, you, he lifted his power from 1% to 2% and I immediately got pregnant or something like that. So I don't know where that, that, that's not, that, that meme doesn't make any sense. There's no, there's no reason why that should be funny. And yet if I see like five or six of my friends just posting this shit, I'm liking it. Oh yeah. So that's what I use Facebook for. But on Instagram, you're right. I think maybe because it cuts off the, if people know you, maybe they click the, the learn more or like the more info button to get oh, yeah. the full description. Cause it's like one or two lines and then right. it's like, do you want to see more? And then you see more and you're like five books. So not um, only, yeah. And it was like a paragraph or two, right. Or like at least more than I typically, anyone would typically write these days. But yeah, yeah. I went and humble bragged a little bit about doing stand up, and then you immediately were like, dude, that's cool. You did stand up. And I, I, I don't mean to make fun of that, but like you, you were so excited. It was so awesome to get that feedback right away. Yeah. Cause you're a vet, you're a comedy vet in this town as much as you probably say you aren't. Uh, he's shaking his arms guys, but he's, he's pretty good. I've seen, I, what was the thing you did a couple years back over at funny bone? The, the, oh, what the was talent it competition. Talent competition. Yeah. Got in the finals and all that fun I stuff. I had some amazing memories of going to see that with the rest of, uh, I'm like, I'm going to go like, this is my adult ADHD kind of coming yeah, no, you're fine. It's all bragging about me, so keep going. Okay, great. Keep, so just keep saying so many nice things about me. That you had a, you had an amazing set that night, and really interestingly, uh, there were what like twenty comics. Yeah, um, we went. Like I went to the 15. pre. I went to the prelim. Maybe it was a prelim. You were in the, the finals. You were in the semi. You came to for the semifinals. Okay. I forget if you came for the finals. I don't think well. I made it up there for that, and for that, I am apologizing to you now. No, it's fine. I did the exact same set. You can just keep going. Okay, Keep, cool. keep going with all the compliments. Keep, you got it, man. Here we go. Keep raining. So you, uh, at, at the time, I, I believe, I don't know if this is good for you or bad for you, but I thought it was great. You pulled randomly the last, you were the last slot, last comedian to go up. Yeah, which um, actually was, was bad for me because there were, you know, 15 comedians before me, including pretty funny. the host. Yeah, pretty funny people. Um, well, that and yeah. just the uh, the audience gets tired out. So, like, you never mm -hmm. want a show that's over, like, an hour and a half long. Yeah, okay. Um, unless you're, like, Chris Rock or somebody who's so amazing that they're just, like, going for two and a half hours mm -hmm. and they're just killing it. Um, but if you have a show where, like, especially that show, a lot of funny people were there. Right. But you have people who don't do well. And so once you see a couple of those, you're kind of like, all right, I want to be done. Yeah, it's time to go home. I got to pay my bill. I got to get out of here. I thought it was, I thought save the best for last. I thought you had an amazing set. Obviously, we had the whole, uh, even going further back, uh, uh, I know Tyler originally, I know you originally threw working at Pedal Wagon. Um, and so we had the whole crew there, including like managers and stuff coming. So I remember, I think it's on YouTube. Isn't your set on YouTube where we just yell our, we yell our asses off right at the beginning of the set as soon as you get up there? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think I watched it recently when we, when, after you kind of connected with me here last month. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> you've done a lot of cool sets. You're a veteran. Um, uh, I am definitely a rookie. I'm like a bench warmer right now. I did two open mic sets at Trunken Head, uh, in December, and then you kind of, you kind of were like, even after the first one, you're like, hey, sign up for this improv class with me here at the Nest Theater. And I love improv much more than I like stand-up. At least I did when I was growing up. Like, um, I'll give you an example of, or I'll give you like, this is what I was thinking of this on the way over. We're going all over the place, but here we go. You're fine, man. I'm letting you ramble. Go for it. Uh, when uh, the second time I went up to do, I've been writing jokes with my friend Nate, but oftentimes I don't think they're super funny. I'm like, oh, we got to do something with this. So 
every time I've gone to sign up for open mic, I've gone and I've signed up and I kind of find out, hey, I'm going to go like 10th or I'm going to go like 12th or whatever. Um, and they, you know, Nick uh, Glasser puts that together at, at Shrunk is on Mondays. He puts it together and you're kind of like, okay, now you have like a, a certain amount of time. And so you're around a lot of guys that have been doing, and girls, they've been doing open mics a long time. And so they're just hanging out, you know, out back smoking cigarettes, you know, drinking, kind of conversing with themselves. And it's really all comedians anyway. And I'm sitting there kind of like with my little notebook and I should have brought it with me because there's some funny shit in there with the only two weeks in there. Uh, I have my notebook and I'm like, uh, I kind of like this joke. And then the best stuff that I write, I feel like comes out and once I have like, hey, you have you have a slot. You're going to go on at about 950. I'm like, OK, I've about it's like you're cramming for a test. All of a sudden the yeah. jokes just flow. And for me so far, that's been the easiest thing to do. And I think that kind of goes back to like. I think I'm better at making stuff up, and that's why as soon as you said let's do Nest Theater, I was like, yes, let's do it. And I and I go online, and level one is sold out. The class that we have for this evening, we've been going to the last couple weeks, is sold out. And so I email Rance um, uh, Rizzuto, who was one of the owners here, and, uh, and he's like, no, you can't. Uh, you just sign up for the 225. You're not even first on the waiting list. And so I told you that, and then I didn't. I don't even think I told you. I just showed up and was like, hey, surprise. Yeah, I, I had no idea, and so I found out. I'd like two days beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. Which is great. And then... Um, awesome. But, so you have a podcast. Sure. You, you do stand-up. <laughs> Fledgling. And now you do improv. Yeah. Yeah. Diving headfirst into comedy as much as possible. Which I think is a smart idea, especially multiple aspects, because I find stand-up, when you're starting, you really do need everybody to support you, mm -hmm. which is why I'm always like, if I see somebody is like, I'm going to start, like I immediately want to be the person that's like, way to go. That's <laughs> awesome. And it's like the same thing as working out. Like, Oh yeah. The first dude, first couple of that. weeks are so bad. Two you're months, like, man. You're months in for me. pain. Yeah. And I mean like working out, you're in physical pain, stand up. There's definitely some emotional, psychological pain <laughs> where, like, you just yeah. go up and you're just like, do, and there's this whole thing about distancing, your, distancing yourself from your material, yeah. which you don't do when you first start. You just go up on stage and you're like, for five minutes at a time, I've put in hours of work mm -hmm. and then people don't like me as a person. Instead of like, they don't like my jokes, you're always, like, people normally will start out and be like, they don't like me as a person. Well, and yeah. take it personally. And okay. then it's, it's really rough. And so I always try to, like, be like, hey, man, you're doing awesome. Mm -hmm. Keep with it. Keep doing great. You will get better. Um, so, yeah, that's like especially and it's good that you're finding like a writing style that you like because there's there, well, sort of <laughs> I'm experimenting yeah. I'm in my experimental phase like the Beatles after uh, they got slipped LSD and they went like, oh, this is really cool. We'll stop making our music this way. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm an accelerated Beatles program right now. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, but that's that's great because yeah. there's there is well, there's no right way or wrong way to doing it. So when you figure out what works for you, you have to really just like run with it. And I think that's with like everything in life. There's people who sure. are great procrastinators who like turn their taxes in on the final day and yeah. they're like, whatever, the FBI is not going to get me, or the IRS, whatever, they'll be shut down. But like then people will be like, like I need to do my taxes day one, January first. Right. Right get that out of the way and it's like oh, whoever you are whatever i'm definitely the former i think uh, i'm i'm an excellent procrastinator i'm very good at putting problems off until they absolutely need to be solved uh case one i'm driving my brother's car because mine isn't working right now but you know what i solved the problem without actually solving the problem that's procrastination to a t i think 
Um, yeah, no, I had another thought I was gonna I was gonna bring up, and I'm kind of I'm searching for it, and there it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, my writing style. What I want to talk about your writing style. I know this is your show, and you're you're asking uh, questions, that's... but. This is also my opportunity and some of your listeners' opportunity to Ooh. kind of get inside the mind of, of Todd Broomhilda and figure Broom, out exactly... Broomhilda. <laughs> very, very and German guy. He's the, world's, he's the world's number seven Nordic comic. He only wears lederhosen. <laughs> oh, but he, but he rocks it. He makes it look good, folks. It's all those glute exercises. Gluten togs. <laughs> Calisthenics, eh? <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay, mm, so... Sauerkrauts. Mm. <laughs> so they, that's what they call I them. I don't know what... They call them sauerkrauts. I can't do, like, good accents or anything. <laughs> Ty, have you done your sauerkrauts? No, father. Well, you must do them now. <laughs> okay. Okay. You will not have any sausages. <laughs> Only five pints of beer. Sauerkrauts, baby. Um, um, yeah, uh, my writing style is very improvisational. Like, my best joke... I told a joke um, about... Um, okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna see if I can remember this joke. Yeah, I told a joke. Okay, so it was back when uh, winter break had happened. I live on the High State's campus, and I don't go to school there, and I haven't gone to school there ever. But I've li- I live amongst the students because the rent is much cheaper. Oh yeah, it's great. I have uh, I have a three person place, and I you know it, I can pay for it with my brother. It's pretty cool. Uh, I can't do that much anymore because I kind of want to get my own place, but. But I have been milking that for like five years, basically, with my friends. So I live on campus, and it's really it sucks because there's a lot of kids around, a lot of loud noises, a lot of music, a lot of uh, natty lights on on lawns and stuff like that. Um, you know, you'll have that, right? Right. When a break happens, everyone clears out, and uh, you know, at, I was walking around campus, I didn't see uh, a, a vape, I didn't see a guy with a backwards hat and a vape on on a skateboard, I didn't see uh, anyone riding a lime or a bird scooter. Um, so there was like oh. several for me to ride because Paradise. I'm I'm not a basic bro. I actually like the scooters. Um, hashtag scooter life. Uh, hashtag don't have a working car. Um, and uh, the best part was the bars are practically empty. You know that bar Midway? Yeah, it's the one by the Newport uh, that smells of underage uh, bad decisions. Oh nice! <laughs> and like yeah. Natty, like you know that Regret bar. and shame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's the, it's the only bar where you can hear the bass from 270. It's the only bar in town. <laughs> yeah. It's the only bar in town where people just stand outside in a line just for the sake of standing outside in a line. Yeah, because it's cool to do that. Yeah. That's no. what all the cool clubs well, have. Well, if, if, if it's filled to the brim, then you must get in there, especially if you're anywhere from the ages of 18 to 22, I imagine. Anyway, I, I, did, I did a joke. I just wrote a joke about that literally like an hour and a half before I went out. And I, I don't know. It got good laughs. We can, we, you know, I, I, it didn't go as well as when I just retold it here, but... Uh, uh, my point is, is that that's how I write. Uh, if I sit and like stew on a joke, it's not gonna go well. Well, and I will say too, like you told it very conversationally right oh, now. Oh, sure, yeah. Like it wasn't like pause here, build a rhythm, do this. Like, oh, I've developed a joke. It was like, <laughs> I did, yeah, it's not it even was, developed. It's it just... was like you were telling me a story of like to your friend, and I was like, yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Good story, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, it was. I, that's um, and that like the details you had in there about like. The vape pen, the backwards hat, like yeah. people riding around on scooters, and you're like, I hate that because I want to ride on those scooters. <laughs> like, yeah, so it doesn't look cool when a thirty thirty year old like I'm a big guy too. Like I dwarf those scooters. I don't look great riding it, but you know what? I feel great. I feel like I'm like eleven years old again. Oh yeah, motorized scooters mm. in our town. Mm. I 
think they're the devil, but they're great for you. So that's I don't I don't not, understand. I'm never gonna take them away from you. First of all, why do you think they're the devil? Um, one, they just they're dangerous. So dangerous, super dangerous, real um, risky. How fast do they go? Like twenty miles an hour? Good question. They used to be able to go twenty miles an hour. My high speed at one point, right after they came out, was twenty two and a half miles going down Lane Avenue. Yeah, and too fast, too fast for a scooter. Yeah, <laughs> too fast, man. Do do they still go that fast? No, they actually the city made the city uh, put some restrictions on them. They only go fifteen miles an hour now. Still, like pretty quick for not wearing a helmet. Like I wouldn't go on a treadmill and try to run fifteen miles an hour. Like I, if God I put forbid, no. if I put twelve miles per hour on a treadmill and I started sprinting, I'd be afraid of like tripping and just yeah. breaking all my bones. So the fact yeah. that you're on a busy street. Mm-hmm. With the added inertia of 15 miles an hour, and mm-hmm. there's just cars who are like, they've they've done studies like with uh, motorcycles. Okay. They actually like people who drive cars, unless they're like normally aware of motorcycles, their their brain makes them like almost invisible. They don't which, think about it. Yeah, they don't think about it. Their brain doesn't register it. It's like you only can focus on so much at one time. Yeah. Your brain like makes everything else invisible. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the scooter. Like right. if you're just not aware, like. They're, you're on a scooter, you're not for long. You're going to be paralyzed. And, like, that's... Yeah. I'm always just like, you know, we don't walk enough as it is. Mm. Why not just walk? Mm. How, much, how much of a hurry are you in that you're like, I can't walk at four miles an hour. I need a scooter to take me there 15 miles an hour. And I, my health... Who cares about so, my health? Yeah. I just need to get there. Just, <laughs> I want to get there. I need to pay someone. Give I'll give them money. Uber? No. This reminded me of a story, uh, and this is kind of where my my opinions on the scooters went from, I'm loving it, to I'm not really loving it as much anymore. Uh, The second time I went and did open mic, I wanted to get there a little bit early, and it was a pretty cold day out, and I was like, I don't want to drive because I I tend to drink a little bit when I'm nervous, so I don't want to drink and drive, so... I'll take a scooter down there and then I'll Uber later. That's my play. So you here, you've seen the app, right? You get the app open and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. It looks like there's one behind a house. It's about a half a block away because people yeah. just go park them out back of their house. Right. Yeah. But it's got like 17 miles on it. So I'm set. So I'm like, okay, don't even put a coat on. Just have like a sweatshirt on. It's like 20 degrees and I'm walking over there and I'm feeling good about it. I can't find the scooter. I walk to the back of this house and right when I turn a corner and seat in the backyard, I step in dog shit. And I'm, I'm not talking like a small, hard piece of dog shit. I'm talking like this guy got off the scooter, went inside, let his dog out. His dog shit all over the grass. And then he went back inside. And then I turned the corner, splat. And so I'm looking at the scooter. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm about to go do stand-up. And I got a shitty shoe. And so I, I wiped it off on the grass. I got on the scooter. It's way too cold to ride the scooter in December. And that brings me back to what I was saying. Why are they out right now? I go, I, I, I drive around and I see them just on the streets. No one's, dr- it's, it was like, it's supposed to be one degree on Wednesday. Who's going to be on a scooter one degree weather? They're just going to have to walk or, or stay home. Call off work. Yeah. You can't handle that increased wind chill. No, no likes in, that. in Los, uh, I forget if it was Los Angeles specifically, mm. but out in California, like, people were pooping on them and setting them on fire. Oh, yeah. So they, like, banned oh, yeah. them. So it, I was amazed that, like, Columbus, Ohio was just like, we got these miracle things? What's? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really mir- miracles. Let's just put a little bit of a tax on them. They made it part of the Smart Columbus Initiative, and, like, they kept them. Um, I, uh, I follow a page on Instagram called, uh, or a profile on Instagram called Bird Graveyard. <laughs> and it's just a series <laughs> of videos and photos of people destroying... Um, lime and, and bird scooters. Like, here's one where these guys have a scooter. It looks like it's at night. 
The guy picks it up and he throws it into a fucking palm tree. There's now there's a jeep dragging a scooter through the streets on his tailgate. Like, <laughs> I mean, so there are people that have more hate than you do. Like, yeah, this guy's like, fuck your, fuck your scooters. Oh, he knocks all of them over. This guy's throwing one into a skateboard uh, pool. Like, <laughs> well, what's amazing to me is like they're putting all this on video. I love it. Yeah. I, well, I would do this, but I wouldn't advertise like, hey, I'm the person that you should. Right. I should have to pay money for this now. And there's 17,000 views. Yeah, there are certain yeah, there are certain people that I'm sure get off on the fact that they're like, yeah, p- post my name on there. I, I did it. Or whatever. Uh, craziness. It would be tough for, like, yeah, I mean, you, you've got a reputation to uphold, man. Everybody does. Well, that's true. Some people some people have much less of a reputation, though. Yeah. That's interesting in the day and age we live in, that people, uh, this, is, this is not funny, this is serious, that there are some people that, like, because we have social media, they can just, like, whoever started Bird Graveyard is just a genius. 77,000 followers. It and says following it, zero people. If a bird or lime scooter has died, please send us pictures or video so we can honor its death. Rip. That's awful. Man, I wish I would have been that guy though. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, back go to ahead. comedy. Please. So um, you kinda asked about my writing process. Yes, I'll I go did. In, I'll go into that some other time. Okay. Um, but How dare you? I, it's it's one of those things where it's constantly evolving. Cool. I um so I just got like back. a Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at like level 36 right now, so I, I need to go evolve again. That's good. Or you could choose not to evolve if you have a night, you know. No, it's if you really like fall your, forwards. I'm gonna yeah. fall forwards flat on my face a lot. If you like your Ivy Storm, you're just like I don't. I know what a Venusaur looks like. I'm just not ready for it. It doesn't look nearly as cool. It's like a Ivy Storm is underrated. Frog. Exactly. Ivy Ivy Storm looks really cool. It's got like the the fun little like, right. flower type bulb thing. It looks strong. It doesn't look overweight like a Venusaur does. Yeah, Venusaur looks like it. It's yeah. it's it's struggling. It's, it's had too many big it's, Big Macs. It's a big snack, that Venusaur. <laughs> it's, it's. I love the direction we're going in here. It doesn't look like Blastoise or Char. Charizard's yeah. got like tiny little T Rex arms. T Rex arms. But he's got them thick legs. Like he looks strong. Plus, you know, bro can flamethrower your ass like, like it's nothing. Like, oh, yeah, and he flies. He flies, and then yeah. like Blastoise will like go into the the shell and like he's roll got, around. He's and, got water cannons on his on his back. Yeah, that's fucking with Blastoise. But Venusaur, right. you're like it's a giant flower overweight frog and that's it <laughs> that's how we're, that's it yeah that's that's you've painted the entire picture it doesn't he doesn't even wear it well like snorlax does. snorlax at least you know he he's totally out there with the fact that he's a lazy sob well he's leaned into it that's just that's he's just, just like <laughs> he's just this fat looking like teddy bear knockoff with like the the big cat ears and stuff and he's just like i eat food and like yeah. venusaur is like i'm pretty i got a flower and people mm. just want to be like no it's not doing it yeah you look you look ridiculous. Just lean into it. I would love to know the percentage of people that were my age when Pokemon Red and Blue came out that chose Bulbasaur over Charmander or Squirtle. Oh, man. I was always choose Charmander. I'm a and Squirtle. Then... Really? Yeah, um, for some reason, I always, you know, don't they get an, they get an advantage against Brock in the first gym? I, used I don't to... really don't want to go this direction. If we don't have no, to. No, no. But... We're, we're going to for like a, a quick second. We'll go yeah. get right back to comedy. But... All right. I always picked Charmander just because I was super headstrong, and then I would okay. get it to like to the point of like, level 13, 14 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it would like learn enough fire type move that it was like ember or flamethrower or something. Yeah. It learned something real quickly. And I would use that to beat Brock. And I would just be like, screw you. I do what I want. I don't need logic. You would just like knock his health down incrementally. You know? Oh, by so because much. Because a fire wasn't good against rock, right? It wasn't, but I still, I, it in a while. I used to just like overcharge my Pokemon and then just charge into anywhere and mm. just be like, I can do it. 
I still do that sometimes. Wouldn't yeah. it be crazy if the... Because you mentioned, like, yeah, when you face Brock. Like, what if, like, you were killing Brock with your Pokemon and not his Pokemon? You're just like, no, I challenge you to a fight to the death. And Brock has to fight your Charmander. Of course he would die because humans aren't flame retardant. No, they are in Fire the show, is incredibly though. effective against... Oh, they are in the show. I don't... I don't yeah. I'm not talking show. I was talking... Oh, yeah, in, game, real, but... in real life, though. Like, totally. Oh, man. But I remember in the show, like, Ash would get electrocuted, like, every other All the day. time. Yeah. And I was like, a 9-volt battery on my tongue? That bothers me a whole lot. Yeah. I don't want to do that. There's a reason tasers are so effective. Like, how is this guy surviving so many electric attacks? I, it just, it was a whole thing. Oh, my God. He must be a cartoon. So there was the comedy. Um, yeah, there was comedy. And so you, then we came back to it. So yeah. I met you through, like, Pedal Wagon's a very extroverted thing. And oh, I know dude. Oh, yeah. It's one of the most extroverted jobs you can probably have outside of being an actor or, like, a, a full-on stand-up comic or something like that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of aspects of stand-up comedy in being a pedal wagon captain. Oh yeah, I remember that. I would always oh, give, yeah. my, I gave my speech and everything at the, oh, the front of it, and it was a lot of. I always try to like, you make them laugh so they listen to the rules, or Absolutely. else you just lose them. Um, yeah, so it, it's great. But so, <laughs> I, I want to ask you. So you mm-hmm. do stand-up, you do improv, yeah. you do podcasting. I want to know like how sure. what what's that translated into into like the rest of your life? Like how those mm. skills. Like, obviously, a little newer with some of those, but how are those skills, like, helping you in other places of your life? Yeah, great question, man. Um, I've, uh, I did theater in high school and even in middle school, so I, I have a long history of kind of acting on stage and liking being on stage, and kind of, I do have a large part of me that's extroverted, uh, so that that's really lent itself to, you know, um, my, my, my work life, so um, if anyone doesn't know, or if, I, I know you know this, but... Uh, I, I do communications for Pedal Wagon now, so instead of being a captain, uh, which they won't let me do anymore because I'm salaried. Oh. Oh no. Um, I, uh, I I work. Uh, I, I answer emails and most importantly, I answer phone calls on a daily basis. And it's the difference between, let's say, uh, this morning for whatever reason, I woke up and I had a slight headache. And I, you know, the phones turn on at nine o'clock, and and uh, even if even if you are the most hungover that you've ever been you still have to have that customer service voice and face when someone calls because all of a sudden you'll be going from oh god i feel like shit i can't pot and the phone rings you know and you're like hi thanks for calling pedal wagon this is adam how can i help you today so it took a little bit of like a little bit of nuance and customer service experience but now i just flip into it i almost think that that skill is like the crux of wanting to do anything creatively like stand up or like improv or like my fledgling podcast Adam talks too much um very fledgling actually when we before we finish up I have an idea for a podcast I'm going to throw at you um so remind me if we if I forget but yeah I think that dude in my life it's customer service skills it's just the ability to talk to not only in the workspace but talk to anybody anytime to either promote yourself or promote your business you know what I mean when I say like promote yourself like when you're like Let's say you're out at a bar and you're trying to talk to women or men, depending on who you are. For me, it's women. Um, and uh, you have to sell yourself. And the best way to do that, in my opinion, has always been to make them laugh. So I think, it, I don't know, that's the biggest application for me. I think on the other side, I think the reason I'm doing it now is just because I'm, I'm 30 years old and I'm kind of like, you know what? I, I finally found um, a job that I, I'm really good at and I really enjoy. So I need to start filling up my life with other things that I really, really fucking enjoy. And, uh, and yeah, and yeah, those are the things that those are now, now we're here. Nice. Yes. Um, and it, it, do you, so you find like the, and you said you're trying to fill up your life with things you Definitely. enjoy. Are you, are you finding that with 
With comedy and everything? Mm, so far, so good. Yeah, so I'll tell you a story. So, well, a small story. I'll tell you what, uh, I had to, I, I friended uh, Mr. Nick Glasser on Facebook just so I could send him a message after I got into this class and be like, hey man, I just want you to let you know, I'm not bailing on Monday night uh, open mics. I just got into this improv class and I, I can't miss it. I paid for it, so I got to do that instead. So I'm really excited for when this, this level's over of the class so that I can have my Monday nights back. Because I know there are other open mics, but it, it feels like, it feels like I'm betraying that like group of comedians by just like dipping my toes in. And then now it pro they probably all think that I'm like, oh, he probably didn't think he was funny, so he left. But I got positive feedback in doing those first couple weeks. So, so yeah, what was the what was the question? <laughs> Sorry, what was the question, bro? I was asking about uh, filling up your bucket with with happiness. Comedy is definitely yeah, it's gonna be an emphasis uh, for me this year. And you mentioned that you you messaged Nick Glasser and yep. all that, and that you know you're looking forward to going back into the open Dude, mic and your first Monday I have a chance I'm gonna go back to the shrunk and do five minutes. Nice. I don't have any jokes written, but I probably wait until the day of or the day beforehand and start going like, okay, what's going on in my life? Yeah, um, and which, that's... I, which is the best way to write jokes, I think. I, I'm not the first. I'm not the first. I'm 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 a new comedian, but I'm probably not the first person or the first comedian to say that. Right? That's what comedy's about: is writing about what's happening to you. Yeah, there, I have a I have a mic I specifically go to mm -hmm. where I get like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, I just I just go up and I'll just say like for from the 15 minutes like hey this is what's been going on this week and then if something makes people laugh I go back and write more about it you go, okay that's an interesting topic that's something that piqued a little bit of interest or a lot of interest yeah, yeah. that's cool man yeah where's that at what night what night are you, what night is that um Friday nights Friday nights I'll tell you more off the Ethel's, podcast you don't want people to know that you're at Ethel's on Friday nights oh no Ethel's on Friday nights as well. <laughs> that's a, that's I just a help, I'm just trying to help you man I also want to come out and see you I can't do 15 minutes but I, I could but I'd be making stuff up the entire time and that's that's one of the things is like going to music mics and different like op uh, open mics that aren't considered comedy mics mm -hmm. I, I find is super beneficial um, and sometimes I find them I found one and I advertised that I was going there. Just the fact that I was going there and somebody went there and, like, got comedy canceled there for a couple of months. Just because you went there? Because they went there and told, like, a bunch of, like, um, oh. like jokes that were inappropriate for that okay. stage. Okay. And so the person, like, one of the bosses was there and was just like, we're not about comedy anymore. We're never going to have this happen again. So I, I'm always very reluctant to say. Okay, hey, my bad, my bad. So well, you no, that's. Do you have to be? Is it? You told me maybe. Is there? Do you, are there certain um, protocols at at uh, at some of the other like music mics and stuff? They will very much say like, "Hey, PG thirteen. Okay, hey, PG. Hey, watch out. There's kids in the audience. Like, right, right. Sometimes I'll walk into like a music mic, and if it's a popular one. There'll be like a baby in the front row, and mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right, no more baby killing jokes, I guess. Right, right. You got to leave those at home. Yeah. Shucks, that's like half my material, right? Right. You know? and that, that, <laughs> I mean, I'll say that in the front of my set, which yeah. is just like a hack thing to be like, hey, oh, because a icebreaker, right? Well, there's a lot of tension in a room when they're like, oh, we're gonna do comedy, and there's a baby here. There's, there's oh. like people just assume automatically, like, man, this guy's gonna talk about stuff that this baby shouldn't be exposed to yet, and it's mm -hmm. like, it's a baby. Who cares? Yeah, um, but especially if it, it's not going to remember any of the nasty jokes you might tell. But I, I've I've uh, I've seen yeah. your sets before. You're very clean, so that comes with practice, I'm sure. Um, it's just it's also a decision. Sure. Um, especially starting out, a lot of places don't want to book somebody who's overly raunchy. So if you are, mm. if you start out and you are, you're like, hey man, I'm all about being edgy and this and that, and it's like, well. Could you write some clean jokes? It's like, yeah, but that's not true to me. And it's like, well, you realize like clubs don't want to say like, 
hey, we're going to open with the guy who uses 50 F-bombs in 10 minutes and then put on a feature and then put on a, a headliner. Yeah. A lot of times the headliner... Needs if, to be the raunchiest. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, because that mm-hmm. like they, they should be the ones to be allowed to break the seal. The host has to be a lot cleaner. So like you have to have 10 really good minutes that are squeaky clean <laughs> so that way you can... Dude actually get some get some work in those comedy clubs which is where you know comedy still mostly lives nobody's mm-hmm. starting out going like i think i'm just gonna start and do a theater first yeah no i know that for sure i mean uh i, I know that it's a process so no. for, for me it, it goes back to uh the biggest thing you mentioned this earlier the motivation to do it um i am reminded you, you you compared doing stand-up starting stand-up to starting like a gym routine And how if you don't have anyone to positively motivate you, then you are most likely not going to continue if you have like a bump in the road. If you have a couple hiccups or if you have for whatever reason a shit night where you're like, this isn't good for me anymore. I tried it. It sucks. I hate it. I'm done. I think that um, the good news is, is and you're part of this and I've had uh, multiple of my friends reach out and go, hey, so when can we come? And I've been going like, hey, I haven't really been telling anybody because I don't know if I'm any good yet. And also I'll be extra nervous. But yes. Here's where I'm going to be doing it next, and to have them come and support, it's huge. And the same thing with the gym. Like, you mentioned it takes two solid weeks in a row. I guess that's if you're going every day, because it took me, like, four months to get in a rhythm of, like, wanting to go. And now, like, my car barely works, and I'm pissed because I can't go do cardio and stuff like that. Yeah. That took forever, though. Habits suck, man. Yeah, but it also, you'll find that with, like, stand-up. If you Mm. are just like, I haven't done stand-up all week. What's going? Yeah, on? you're you're just sort of like I need to I need to get I need to get up I need to go in front of people mm-hmm. and try to make them laugh. Want to try to force people to laugh today? Talk about like a talk about a level of accountability that, at say even age twenty five, I never thought I would have. Yeah, like self accountability where you're like, you know what? I want to do this. I know that I prefer to go do this, and I will feel better if I get up on that stage and try to do five minutes. And the same thing happened when you were like. Hey, sign up for this improv class with me. I'm like, old Adam or a younger Adam would have been like, oh man, nah, like I, I already know how to do improv kind of, but like the other part of me was like, no, this is an opportunity and you're not supposed to say no to that if you feel like it's going to be interesting or it's going to be worthwhile. Yeah. Do you feel like you have that too? Do you feel like there was a time when you didn't have it and now you do? I still feel like I falter between oh, the too. two sometimes. Like I, a lot of things I do too. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm certainly not perfect. My my big thing is if I end up at home, mm-hmm. I'm I'm crushed. It's just so much comfortability. I'm okay. like I could just play video games. Oh sure. And then it's hard for me to go. Oh, but if I am, um, I hear you. If I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go to this. Co- I'm gonna go to this coffee shop, and I I get to the coffee shop. I can be diligent. I can work hard. I can do things like, mm-hmm. um, even today this morning I woke up early, went to the gym, and then. I like to go so dedicated, um, a little bit. Oh wait, I, yesterday. <laughs> um, I, I try to go like almost every day. It just makes me a happier, better person. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I feel amazing after I work out. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I started doing it when I was like 13 with too much testosterone and rage. Hell yeah. You know when you're just angry all the time. Yeah, dude. Just, <laughs> just like there's no reason, but you're just like, oh! I should have done that when I was 13. I should have taken the rage I had as a youth and turned it into working out. That would have been much better than eating bags of Doritos and playing rock music. I was a hockey player, so like. It was, oh, that's right. It was the whole thing of like you should start working out, and I was a defenseman, and I was like a hundred. That was like, I was a, a twig, and I was just like. I started working out, but I didn't eat enough, so I still was a twig, but I was yeah. at least a strong twig. Yeah. Um, like a tree. 
Nah, I wouldn't. Like a branch, like a tree branch. Hard yeah. To break. Yeah, like the ones that bend a lot, you're like, wow, I'm surprised wow. this isn't breaking yet. It's like, crazy. That's... I've been bending this for an hour, and it still hasn't broken yet. I was I was like that. I was very small. Um, okay. I'm currently like 180-some pounds. That feels nice, I bet. Uh, Is that good or bad? I don't know. It's good. I'm like... BMI-wise, I'm sure it's pretty good, right? I'm like 8 to 10% body fat. Damn. Um, but that's, that's a brag right there. That's a, that's a weird um, flex, but okay. No, no. Not at all a weird flex. <laughs> no, it is, it's not. It's literally a flex. It is it's... a flex. Yes, you're right. Um, but it's... It's one of those things where, so I woke up, I, so I'm, I try to stay really dedicated to that. Cause sure. It, it gets me in a good positive mindset, like frame. Yeah. So I go lift, throw heavy stuff around. And then I like did like my little bike where I go nowhere and I'm just like the recumbent bike. So my legs are moving. And then I took my phone out and I was just writing jokes. Cause okay. I was like, I need to, I need to spend more time writing jokes. So like mm-hmm. every day, if I have like 10, 15 minutes on the bike, I can write 10, 15 minutes worth of jokes. Sorry, I'm just watching a, there's a drug deal going down in the parking lot next to us. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You don't want to stare at them cuz they can't they can't see us over People here. sense eye contact and then they they see us and they go, "Ho, oh, those mm. people don't look intimidating. Let's go stab them." I wonder them before what drugs they they're, the they're exchanging. I hope it's something fun like ecstasy or, or just Molly like or, or just like Flintstones vitamins or Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hard, to, hard, hard to find those guys now. No, yeah. I I hear you, man. I listen with the the I feel the same way about the gym and and especially, I mean, listen, dude, I work at home. So, and that's my, that's my flex. That's my, that's my brag. I work at home, <laughs> but that also means I have to manage myself. Like if I really wanted to, and I don't for the record, for all of your listeners and all of the people that will hear this, I don't work like in the nude. I, I put clothes on to work and I sit Weird. in my, I sit in a different room. I don't sit in my bed and stuff like that, but I could, if I really wanted to, and I could still like, I could still be like, Hey, thanks for calling a uh, pedal wagon. I'm not wearing any pants right now, but I don't. Right, because I have a little bit of accountability. Because if I do, I'd sit and I'll just sit and play like, you, you know, Red Dead Redemption Two on my Xbox all day. You know, you clothed freak. I know what's wrong with me. I just, uh, you know, what it is. It's a personal thing. I've got a, uh, I've got some, uh, I've got some problem areas on my body. I'm looking to get rid of. So you could be just naked all day. You I could, could just be, just no. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I work on the t- phone. And- <laughs> I work till 6 p.m. and then as soon as I turn the phones off, I immediately disrobe and I do I Good. do like a light Good. kind of jog. And it's actually not a jog. You remember in the Wizard of Oz when they would go to the Wizard of Oz and they kind of did like a two-step shuffle? So We're wait. off to see. The, I do that around my apartment for about 15, 17 minutes. Okay. That's not true. Go That's, ahead. I was, I, was hope, I was like, you're just taking a victory lap naked around your house. I'm like, like, another day. We're off to see the, the not work. <laughs> We're going to go do something else. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. You should do that. Why I've done not? it before. Have you? Usually in response to like really good news, sometimes you just want to take all your clothes off. Yeah. I've yeah. never had that. Once or twice I've done that. I might have done that when I was like five, but there's there's always there's always booze involved. There's always alcohol involved. Ah. Like okay. uh, when I say good news, I mean like my football team won one time on like a last second play and I like took all my clothes off and, and ran downstairs. So you stroke you you were streaking. I, I in my own home. Is it really streaking in your own home? I guess it is. Yeah, it's still streaking. It's right. just, you know, it's not like as funny as if you did it in public, but you can't do now because then you're like a sexual effect. I can't, or yeah, I don't think I'd ever be that guy though to do the streaking in public. I don't know. I don't think I could. I, I wouldn't. You'd have to pay me a lot of money. Like, you know those dudes that, like, at the Browns game, they'll, like, they'll jump down and then run across the stands, like, with their shirts off or completely nude? Like, what motivates somebody to, like, they're like, this is my day, this is my big moment. I'm going to get arrested, but beforehand, I'm going to show 70,000 people my bum and my 
and my uh, my pancakes and whatever else you want to call your your junk today. Pancakes? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. my, my greasy, greasy pancakes. Like my butter yeah. me up. Yeah, exactly. Throw some, throw some syrup on me. Call well, me breakfast. Yeah, like your like your your equipment. I don't know. Like I I can't be funny when I'm talking your about griddles. Yeah, like my uh, like sausage my, and eggs. Like my milkshake and two Timbits from Tim Hortons. <laughs> Like my Timbits, maybe. Your latte and Timbits. Oh my what? gosh, this is criminally a, unfunny in my opinion. Are I you c- a cop? No, those are what I call my junk. Yep, my donuts. <laughs> Go-nuts for my donuts. We're not going for funny, we're just going for yeah. whatever talking. You're that's right. what a podcast is, But if right? someone, that's some, someone that's trying to get better improv, it should be able to come up with a better like euphemism for... You're also starting. So, and this is that's something true. I will I will say right now. What are your your kind of goals? Oh for, God! You just started doing stand up and improv. Again. Okay. Like, what what kind of things are you looking to to improve upon? And it it could mm. just be simply I want to get better. Mm-hmm. And I'd say like, oh, good goal. Yeah. Like, right. When you're starting out, that's that's typically like you're just like I just want to get better. And it's like sure. Yeah, I can expand on that. I can go into more detail. It is generally that that is generally the theme here is that obviously I just want to get more comfortable on stage Uh, for someone that did theater as much as I did. um, I wasn't always directly facing the audience. You know, when you're doing acting or improv, you're in a scene. So you're really, really just you're really talking to the people that you're with rather than reacting to uh, a group in front of you. That's probably the biggest difference. Yeah. Um, So stand up, even even though I, I, I put on a game face and I try to perform. I tried, I'm, I'm still pretty nervous so I'd like to get to the point where and I think this comes with having a solid set of jokes you can kind of fall back on just getting to a point where I'm comfortable going up there and not not focused on how I look or what I'm doing with my hands but really what I'm saying and how it's and how it's coming out and taking the correct pauses and not speeding up so I mean I just started man I'm like uh I'm like a little baby I just came out of the womb of comedy and same with improv like the number one thing in improv is just thinking faster but not being faster. I tend to talk a lot very quickly, as everyone can tell. Um, and uh, and so my patience is patience is my goal. Patience and art in the arts of of comedy and improv. And and then with a podcast, uh, I've had. I mean, I know you didn't mention that just now, but I'm just going to segue. Uh, I've had a podcast off and on for the last like four years or so. I have the equipment for it. It's really nice. I have a home studio or like a room with a table and some stickers and stuff like that. So. It looks semi-profesh, but uh, the biggest problem there is like, unlike with the improv and unlike with the comedy, I didn't have, I haven't had um, the motivating people or the motivators early on to kind of be like, oh, that's dude, that's really funny, or like they want to collaborate or they want to be as much a part of it as I am. And I also don't really want to do a solo podcast because I feel like I'll just ramble and I won't get really good content, right? So. So yeah, Adam Talks Too Much is the name of the podcast. There are some old episodes where we review movies and music and stuff like that. But I have a new idea for a podcast and it's based on uh, improv. And it would hopefully be something I want to do or start up at some point this year. And the idea is, if you will indulge me very quickly, the idea is is to have a a different friend or a different person that we know come on and host the show, be the host of the show every week. And the show would be called This Week's Host Is. Or something like that. I haven't come up with the final name. This week's host is, and they come on and they say, hey, like, for example, like, um, I'm seeing this girl, Jenny. I can have her come on and do it. And she'd be like, hey, my name's Jenny, and, I, and today's show is about this. And then, or, like, she can bring on her topics or her ideas. And then we would have, like, a couple of improvisers or three improvisers there to act out scenes based on the topics that the host brings up. 
So it's kind of like Improv for Humans, which is hosted by Matt Besser, who's he's a Second City guy or an Upright Citizens Brigade guy, excuse me. So he's like one of the best improvisers ever, and he has a bunch of improvers come in, and they just kind of they go with a word. They go with like popsicle, and if someone has a story about a popsicle, they'll do a story on it. So I, I love that idea. That would be my goal this year is to meet some of these great people inside Nest Theater and some great people out there and just kind of create content that way because I, I, I have so much fun when I just make stuff up. Sorry, Tyler. Go ahead. No, no. That's I'm that's what thinking, I want to improve on this year. I'm thinking about like people I can put you in touch with. Well, that's cool. Yeah, man, we can talk about it, man. You've, you've been so helpful already to get me involved in, in this particular class that we're, we're in right now, and it's been amazing so far. It's early, but it's been really fun so far, so... Yeah. Anything you want to throw in my way, man, I always appreciate it. There, we need more people that are like you that are, like, motivating. Like, you love motivating people more than All the compliments. Of... No, but it's true, man. Like, I, and this is, a, this is for everybody out there. I think that the world needs more people that are like... <sighs> I'm gonna get, well, we get into a whole rant I don't really want to get into, but people these days are too much... Too much they spend too much time on their phones and not, a, not as much time speaking to each other. And it's kind of crippling the social... The old social constructs that we used to have, where like you would you would get your motivation from individual conversations with people or with groups of people, and yeah. now it's like I get my motivation because I posted a photo of my kitty and it got like thirty two likes on Instagram. What? What? And now I want to keep living this week, you know, and I don't like that very much. So I don't. <laughs> that's why if you you don't see me post much on Facebook because I don't like to brag about like, hey, I made mac and cheese today. It was dope. Like I don't, I don't need Put to tell. Bacon in it. Yeah, dude. Like it was the best. I got the bacon just right, not too burnt, not too uncooked. It was like, homie, it was the, it was the bomb. Like I don't want to be that kind of person. No. Yeah, and um, uh, and you're not either, because no. even you, you only promote because you I mean you have a, you do you want it? Okay, this is a good question for you. <laughs> you because you you used to do you still work uh, in nursing homes and stuff like that? I've been working in like people's houses, so okay. I've been doing okay. therapy, yeah. home health. Sure, yeah. and I know about that too. So that I mean, I used to deliver adult diapers as one of my jobs. So years ago, yeah, uh, yeah. and so I know all about. I uh, met a lot of uh, home home health nurses. Um, is that what they call them? Yeah, there's those people. What's the how, what's the actual term for them though? Don't they no. have a name? They're just like home health home health aides or home, home there's aides nursing there's aides. there's nurses there's therapists there's okay. all sorts of people there's social workers regardless there. regardless you know I know you, you kind of went to school for nutrition right I and, and kinesiology so kinesiology like, right excuse me yeah like health exercise stuff like that and then I I went back to school after being a personal trainer did not work very well you didn't like me. it um no I remember you talking about it I um I really like doing personal training but mm -hmm. it's also one of those things where in Ohio there's not a lot of people who want to pay for someone to tell them how to work out. Because we love our cheeseburgers here. Yeah. That's, yeah. Columbus is actually like one of the top, I know it's definitely in the top 20, but I think it, the last thing I saw was like the top 15 most obese cities yeah, we're in fat. the country. Yeah. And I was like, I'll be a personal trainer. I'll, I'll be huge the, pool of opportunity right there's so many people so many probably fat need people. my help and it's, and it's, it's not because they're just like we don't know how to do it how do how do we do this problem it was all like hey we're fat because we want to be yeah go elsewhere yeah and i was like well i don't have money to go elsewhere yo man wendy's was wendy's was born here shout out to dave thomas rest in peace but no i'm serious there are like people in my life that i can name more than five of them i won't but uh, that would rather go and get Wendy's or McDonald's than go to the gym or even go out of their house at all for any other reason. 
And that, I mean, here we go, rant time again. That goes back to this problem with the phones and with the computers and the internets. But These kids with their phones. <laughs> Why are they always looking at a screen? Tyler, shut up. I got to check Snapchat. Hold up. My cataracts make it so I can't see the screen. What's there? Uh, no. What was that, Grandpa? Um, Just watch your shops. Soaps. Shops? No, to, uh, to my question, my main question is, in a perfect world, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, would you be doing stand up full time? Would that be your would that be your oh, goal? Yeah. 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 Well you're certainly motivated like it is. Yeah. I I would I would love for stand up to be my full time. Sure. But I, and I'm always like still learning things and doing stuff and like figuring things out. Right, right. Um, no one's saying you're like, hey, listen, Dave Chappelle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they were, I'd be like, hell yeah. You should yeah, start I'm, doing theaters, Tom. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I've done a I've done a theater twice, actually. That's awesome, man. Um Oh, that's so cool. How many people? Um well, it was the full theater. It probably wasn't a full. The full theater house like stated like a hundred and like eight people or something. Oh, okay, like, okay. We got like forty people. Like, but still, it's a theater. No, I think awesome. first time was like sixty some. The second time it was like Halloween, and okay. we, we still had like forty some people show up at least something like yeah, that. Halloween, there's too much to do. Yeah, well, and it was it's like problem with those holidays. We still had like really decent attendance, and you know, I had more than just like my family and friends show up like some random people from sure. the town and stuff like that and, nope um and people liked me which i like and that's <laughs> it's always good the, it's at, always good <laughs> at the end of the day if like they walk out of the theater and and go like uh <laughs> i'm really upset i was there go suck it then i'm like i feel bad but if they like <laughs> yeah, if they go if out they're like that though then do they really matter like is that really something you should focus on that's if, if there's enough of them, I need to listen <laughs> yeah. to my audience and be Good like, point. oh, I do suck. What what should I figure out? But <laughs> I, everybody who left, like, really liked liked me and either said, like, hey, man, that was great. Or, like, good show. Or, hey, you're a good person. But you're, like, the, it, it wasn't, nobody said I wasn't funny, which Son, was nice. keep up with that comedy. You're going places. Yeah. There, there were things like that. Yeah. Um, so. Which is great. That's the motivation we've been talking about. Yeah. So, it exists. It does, and I'll post stuff yeah. online, like the clip you saw where like somebody mispronounced my name. Hilarious. Like there were people who. That's gonna happen to me every time I go up, though. Like Nick, I'm, I'm just glad Nick Lasser remembered my name. Like. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's gonna happen to you, right? I mean, that's, oh, yeah. you have to take that role with it, which is what you do. You always run up and you're like, "Hey, that was funny. Let's talk about it." Yeah. You have to just be like, <laughs> "Well, that was." I, I mean, I've gone up and I'm like, eh, whatever, who cares? Yeah, Ty, my name's Tyler Brunetti. Let's get into this. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just say that real quick. If somebody really butchers it, I just have to, I'm like, whoa, let's get into this because that's mm. ridiculous. But no, I obviously I'd love to do this full time. I started this yeah, podcast man. because I wanted to like talk to people. Um, so I'm, I'm, and just in general, I'm, I'm an expert. So yeah, I mean, on comedy for sure. Of course. No, no, I'm not. So, well, I got you on because I wanted to hear, like, you know, you're you're newer to it. Yeah, very new. So, like, hearing about, like, your experience with it being new, what it's adding to your life, um, you know, what made you do it. Obviously, you said, like, theater and stuff in the beginning and yeah. just humor and, like, filling your, your bucket up with happiness. Honestly, um, man, I don't know about you. Maybe you have the same feeling, but I love – I there's a part of my brain that, like, there's no greater feeling for me than being on stage. Oh, yeah. And it's not a selfish thing. Like, I mean, maybe it is a little bit. Oh, it is a little That's, bit. It, it, I'm like diving into my own head right now. It is a little bit. But I, I want to say that I don't do it just for me. But it is something I do just for me. It's like it's like Walt in Breaking Bad. Did you, did you watch the end of Breaking Bad? I haven't seen it. 
a single full episode of Breaking Whoa, Bad. Whoa, kid. I Holy know. Holy crap. You haven't seen Breaking Bad yet? No. Which... That's I've, okay. That's I've okay. opened for an actor from Breaking Bad. Oh, Comedy yeah. You Club. did uh, Luis... Uh, Michael Quez- Michael Luis Quezada. Is that his name? Something like that? Steven Michael Quezada. Okay. I was that close. One. All right. Jesus. I got his last name. Is that... He does was, that mean anything to you? He was Gomi in the show. And yes. My buddy... You've never, you've never seen him. No. Oh, wait. Did you have a conversation with him where he's like, hey, it's great to see... Do you know me from Breaking Bad? And you're like... Yep, uh, you were great. No, he he mentioned that he had been doing stand up for like twenty three years. Yeah, like, he's been doing stand up since he was like a kid. Right, and then right. he got on Breaking Bad, and people were like, "Hey, we don't want some actor who thinks he can do stand up." And he was just like, "No, no, I'm a I'm a stand up who oh, did a damn. tiny bit of acting." Um, and it was he was but my famous people problem, huh? That's he, crazy. He added me on Instagram. Oh, hell yeah. Um, before my buddy, and my buddy who was also at the show, was like, I, I just, I threw it in front of his face the whole time, because he had watched every episode, and he was trying to not, like, fangirl in He's front like of He's like a him. mega fan. Yeah. yeah, he was like, oh my god, you were going me, so what do you think of this? He was like, mm-mm, I can't, can't say anything, and I was nice. just like, yeah, hey, professional. he followed me on Instagram, Is, has he followed you yet? And he's Ooh. like, what? You, you don't even watch the show! And I was just like... Well, one of these days when you do, you're going to be in for a treat. But anyway, uh, I was going to make a metaphor about, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I love being on stage. I like being in front of people and making them laugh. It's my favorite thing to do, whether it's for work or for life or for, and if I'm at a bar or if I'm in like a tiny Honda Civic car. So all of a sudden we're going to Dr. Seuss now. No, I think, uh, yeah, that's why I wanted to do it. Um, There's an itch I needed to scratch in the back of my head and that itch was like, you are, you, you, if I believe in myself that I have at least a little bit of talent, then I can't let it go to waste. Yeah. And I think that goes for anybody doing anything that they think they're really good at. Like, it's okay to brag about it. Like, when we make people laugh, like, hopefully I make people laugh today. It, I hope every time I come and do this class, I make people laugh. And it's just a byproduct of trying to learn improv. But, like, you're like, this is awesome. You're also, like, making, like, I, yeah. So, anyway, so that's. That's why I do it. That's why I'm starting to do it, and that's why I will continue to do it in 2019. Back nice. to you, Ty. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, so we talked about yeah why you started, why, why you're doing it, mm-hmm. um, goals, goals, and all the platforms that you do it on. Hockey goals. Uh, all the goals. Did you score any goals when you were a defender? Oh yeah. 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 Because you got because it doesn't mean you can't go up there and, and score. It's not like soccer. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I still would. Were you I, really good? I, I was. That's awesome. I never... Wish bold, I would learn how to play. I never believed in myself, though. Oh, man. I, I still struggle with that to this day. Like, sometimes people are like, you're really good at comedy. Yeah. And I'm like, am I, though? And, like... <laughs> so, it, it's one of those things where I've always, <laughs> like... I, yeah, dude, I know. Other, other people have always believed in me more than me, but I could have gone to, like, juniors or done whatever, but I was like, juniors is... It costs, like, the same as college tuition. Right. And you have to pay to, like, go live somewhere and do a whole bunch of stuff. You're mm. trying to play hockey full-time, and you also have to need, like, a full-time job to support It yourself. is the ultimate club sport. Yeah. Like, in order to get to the NHL, it's, it's more kids are, like, just really good because they did the club system, and they go to Minnesota or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, hey, anyway. Yeah, sorry. So, hockey goals, goals and stand-up. Any other any other questions for your boy? Um, What have you, what have you learned so far that's been, like, the best help? Because, like, a lot of okay. people... Obviously, being dedicated yeah. and like, you know, saying that you just going and doing the, the hard things has helped you a little bit. But what's like so far 
in the the first couple of months especially that, with comedy right? yeah like what what have you learned about comedy that's really helped you either on stage during stand-up or during improv or um yeah uh i think for comedy right now the biggest thing that i've learned is that uh i learned my tendencies when i'm nervous i tend to speed up a lot so the number one thing that i've tried to do is slow down my temper or slow down my timbra timbre I'm slowing down the like the 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 joke so that I'm not rushing through it because I know it really well in my head. I've memorized it, but if I rush through it because I'm nervous, then it's not going to land like it would if you say it the way it's supposed to be said, right? So, exercising patience, not only mentally but with your vo- with your voice, I think has been huge. I learned that literally. Ty, I've only done two stand-up sets, so I learned that from week one to week two. I I, I we talked about it early on. I I recorded each of my sets. Um, and the second one sounds much better because I just slowed down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's that, I think, mentally slowing down. I've also learned that, um, just to talk about what we talked about earlier, that this is this is how we use our accountability as adults, is doing stuff like this that that is tough and is going to challenge us. And if we don't do it, then are we really fulfilled? And as much as I'm on the fence like you are, like I could just sit at home and play video games all day. Like oh, if, yeah. if it was a Monday night and you hadn't been like, hey, dude, do this. And if it had been my 30th birthday and I was like, you know what, I I, I do want to do this. If I if it had, then I'd just be sitting at home playing Red Dead Redemption right now. But the good the good thing is is that we're not. We're out here doing this and uh, feels good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope that's not too holier than thou for like your podcast listeners. But no, no, yeah, they can. It's just They're, good to be accountable, guys. You know. What is this like the fourth episode? Is this really the fourth episode? Lucky yeah. number four. Hey. Yeah, Bobby cool. Orr's number. Um, yeah. That's right. There's no certain <laughs> pattern or rhythm to this yet. There's like, it's it's whatever. It'll cool. grow. And I definitely filmed a, or I recorded a whole bunch of things before this one. And I did want some that were like solo with me about like different rules in comedy. And like, that's cool. I never will air them because they're, they're just boring and yeah. bad. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm learning. And yeah. like, I did a podcast with a bunch of different people. The one with Sam that I put out first was the first one where I was like, that was actually decent. This feels a little bit better to you. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's still growing. It's still building. Dude, but I hear you. It's, it's taken me four years to to come up with a good a good podcast idea. So, most of the time, it's just me trying to make my friends laugh. So, Hey, that's all this was. <laughs> is like, this just gave me an excuse to, like, talk to people I haven't really talked to enough. And, you know, talk about comedy. Which, well, I appreciate you having me on. I'd yeah. love to come back sometime. We can improv some scenes with our improv knowledge, our improv learning. Well, and I definitely would want to see, especially after you get yeah. on stage a few more times yep. with stand-up, yep. and after... Have you, did you sign up for the second class of improv? Yes. Okay. I think I, I didn't sign up in time, so I don't think I'm in that second class. That's okay, though, because the good news is that that class, well, for anyone that cares, the next class is on a Tuesday, which means my Mondays open back up. Right. So it means I can go do I can go do open mic on Monday and come do class on Tuesday, and then hope, man, if I'm not just hanging out with my girlfriend, then I'll probably try to hit up like another open mic. Like, but I need I need your help for that. I need you to kind of point me in the right direction. But that's that that comes later. Come to the one on Friday nights. Okay. Ethel's. Um, and do you try to do 15 minutes. Woo, no, boy. five minutes. Five, five minutes. minutes? Five minutes. Short North stage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, any any closing words from you? Closing anything, words for me. Anything um, about the the big C comedy or anything about just mm, anything you want to tell me that like milk is surprisingly cheap right now? Whatever you want to say is uh yeah milk is lower than it was this time last year. 
sources have uh, shown uh, there was a study done by the Agricultural Society that said that uh, last year milk was like 29 to 39 cents more expensive per capita on average than it is right now. We're not just talking your normal run-of-the-mill vitamin D milk. Also 1%, 2%, a lot of 2% milk on sale. Uh, thank, thanks for thanks for having me on. <laughs> Way to yes and that. Way to yeah. just go for it and just be like, I'm in the mood to I'm, I'm in the mood to prove my improv. No, uh, thanks for having me on, man. I, this is awesome. Uh, I love I love you for being so motivating. So I appreciate it. No, man. And here, Thank so you. they can hear our handshake. Yep. Yeah, that, I just added some what? sound effects. You're it's good, man. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you do you have an outro too? Um, here I'll do an nope. outro. This is this, this was is it. Tyler's podcast. Everybody have a great night. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna we're gonna stop this. You're gonna do it one more time, okay. and then I'm gonna actually we'll just put that at the end of every podcast now. All right. Okay, all right. All right. So we're gonna stop. Thanks, right. everybody. Bye. <laughs> this was Tyler's podcast. Thank you and have a good night. Good night.